Good afternoon, and thanks for tuning in again. It is week six for MLS. You guys saw us last week, and a lot of our predictions came true. A lot of good stuff on that cast. But there is one thing I absolutely want to mention, Alex. You know what that is? Tell me. Over 100 people watched three of our videos and are not subscribing. So If you're watching this right now, i got to throw a little pitch right now. You're going to like our stuff. If you like soccer, if you like football, we have some fantasy stuff, some sportsbook stuff for you. Please click the subscribe button. It's going to help us out a lot. It's going to help you out a lot. We're going to make some money together. That's my pitch. Go click the subscribe button so now we can continue. Don't be afraid. People subscribe to like... they. People watch other people play video games. If you can watch someone else play a video game, you can subscribe to your favorite MLS podcast. Of this, I am sure. It's free. Now, let's get started. Week 6 and... There's a holiday this week, and that is Thursday, April 4th. It is National Have Fun at Work Day. So, Alex, I want to ask you, we watched a lot of soccer this weekend. What player is just having fun on the field? To me, what I, after this past week, we saw a lot of crazy goals, rainstorms, some crazy calls by referees. The new DP for Toronto, Alejandro Pozuelo, was just... What a Lights debut. out. What a debut. This guy, I mean... A classic number 10. He had two goals, one assist. A great Panenka-type goal. Guys, you don't know what a Panenka is. A little chip uh, on a penalty kick. The goalie goes one way. You just chip it right down the middle at like three miles an hour. Make the goalie look stupid. It's so cheeky. You really got a lot of, have a lot of balls to pull this off in your first game, and he did. I'm laughing and because Sean Johnson there. He, he had time to recover and almost got his arm up. So it's like, it was so slow. The goalie dove in the wrong direction, stood up, put his arm up like he was going to stop it, and still couldn't. It was just just yeah, a slap in the face. Just look up the Pizuelo goal last week. And not even that goal, the, the second goal he scored, the little chip of the 18-yard line right <laughs> over Storm Right Johnson's over his head. head. No chance. Oh, goodness, what it, and the assist he had on Josie Outdoor's goal, the cross, right across, like he... he wasn't even looking. He was left foot all the way right. Josie just tapped it in. I mean, when you, you could sign a DP to make a difference maker. You make your team that much better. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, too, about signing DPs and DPs that work. We know uh, we are some Red Bull supporters, and we, we're we hit or miss with these young uh, South American players, but we're going to save that for later. So. Uh, we, we can slow that down. He, he was just having fun out there. And the second ship, I think Sean Johnson's really in the right position for any other shot. He just wasn't expecting it. And there's nothing you could do. That ball was just perfectly, perfectly it placed. placed. In the corners. It was just, uh, unless Sean Johnson is standing right there, there's no other, no goal he's going to make that save. I mean, ice through his veins, Pozuelo. I mean, what a debut. I mean, one of the best debuts I've seen where MLS guy just walk right in. And he just finished his season in Genk in uh, Europe. Trained not, I think he had one day of practice, and he went out there and put a performance like this. Toronto is a team to watch for. It looks like they're back uh, from two years ago. Uh, they look very dangerous again. Definitely have to look out for Toronto right now. And uh, absolutely, in that game against New York City looked flat. I don't know what kind of formation was going on. Uh, the DP Matriza looked disinterested. The back line was exposed time and time again. There's problems in NYCFC. Uh, I don't know what they're going to go do going forward. I know they have a new DP coming in at the score, but defensively, they look they're in bad shape. My question is, who's Michael Bradley? 
<laughs> no one in Toronto cares anymore, man. Pozuelo is, is the, the new guy. I was listening to a podcast today, and they, they mentioned Pozuelo. Is he left-footed or right-footed? To me, he looks right-footed, but he, to me, he looks like both. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. We watched him for 45 minutes, and he wasn't favoring one side or the other. He just smooth on the ball, smiling like a kid, having fun. One thing I like that they did out there, and this is really a coach that gets it. He was pulled. He was subbed off. Did he need the rest? No. But he got on his debut two goals, and he got the applause of everyone in the crowd. They were, I think they were training, Michael who? Michael who? That's what I heard anyway. Um, I like, like, what a debut. I mean, there's nothing more you can say about beautiful. it. They, they, whoever signed him, Ali Curtis, great job. I mean, <laughs> you went out and you got a great DP. You did. You did a great job signing him. Red Bull, fa- Red Bull, Red Bull favorite, Ali Curtis. That, that was... Page two ninety nine of the of the plan. I had to throw that in there, but it looks like he, he looks like he hit a home run with this DP. You can't, you know, you got to give him credit. Absolutely. And when you talk about kids just having fun on the playground, just having a great day at work. Again, April fourth is National Have Fun at Work Day. I'm looking at the LAFC San Jose game and Carlos Vela. He he gave an interview and said that he was going to be the MLS uh, Player of the Year. He was going for the MVP now. Uh, he, he hits the hat trick. Um, he has six goals, three assists in five games so far, and 20 in his 34 appearances since joining LAFC. I mean, LAFC was hot. They beat San Jose 5-0, and they were just just doing it for fun. Um, it didn't even, it, you know, it was like schoolyard ball watching this team play. Um, Bello is so good, um, and as good as this LAFC team is, Alex. San Jose is also that bad. Oh, 12 straight without a win. I think in their last 36 games, they've only won three games. Uh, if you see highlights of the first goal, Vega whiffed on the ball back to him. The goalie for San Jose went through his legs. Vela just walked in, picked up, and just tapped it in. Uh, San Jose has got major, major problems. There's there's no bright light at all shining over there. I know they have a new manager, the Argentinian guys, trying to set up a new system. He's saying be patient, but... They've given up 14 goals already this year. I mean, like 14. I said before, three wins in the last 36 games and 12 straight okay. goals. But in the good news, they do have Wondolowski to lift off that offense. So, well, you know, he's it's, it's looking up there. It's looking up. Yeah, he's what is he? Two goals shy for the MLS all-time record in goals. The way they're going, I may not get it this year. I, mean, they, I don't know. It's, they're, they're, they're they're in trouble. I don't know what they're going to. They need five, six, seven players. I'm telling you, they. They're a long way away from being any kind of contention. Absolutely. Now, there was a full slate of games this week, Saturday and Sunday. We already talked about the Thursday, Toronto versus NYCFC. But we, we took some notes on a couple games. We don't want to touch everyone, but there are a few games we definitely want to talk about. And one of the most fun to watch was uh, that Sunday afternoon game, Orlando City um, with the visitors, DC United, and it was the rain, Wayne Rooney show. Alex, let's talk a little bit about that Wayne Rooney. It's a good uh, young player, good young lad, huh? Oh, again, a great DP signing. Uh, if you get, if you want to Google or watch the video of his goal, he got fouled. It was a got a Dom Dwyer charging on him. In fairness, was it a foul? Is that a well, foul to you? If you want, Let, if let's you wait for, for for people who may not have seen it. Um, Dwyer went down. Um, he was, for some reason, the only one defending Wayne Rooney. 
and he slipped and fell and he swung his legs out like he was trying to trip Rooney. Rooney stepped back um, to avoid it and kind of fell down. There was absolutely no contact, but it was called a foul. And if by FIFA rules, that's kind of foul because the uh, studs were up. Uh, even Alexi Lalas went right away on the announcer during the game says that is a foul by FIFA rules. However, I can see why someone say it's a phantom foul. But regardless, it was a free kick right in front of the corner kick spot, maybe two or three yards away, like towards the middle of the field. Rooney nailed a shot. Upper right-hand corner, almost like a corner kick goal. Unbelievable goal. Uh, the place went wild. It was it was just picture perfect. I mean, you couldn't... You couldn't picture it better. It was what a shot, world class, totally world class. Absolutely. He also had an assist on a uh, corner kick earlier in that. Or was it later earlier earlier in that game. Early. I don't know if it was. I think it was in the in the. I don't know if it was a corner kick or in a, during the uh, play, but he had a perfect cross to Burnham and just headed it in, and it was just. I mean, ever since D, ever since Greenwood, he's coming to league for DC United. They've been very good. They went from the bottom of the league to now they're uh, MLS Cup contenders. And All based on Wayne Rooney. Again, we're talking about great scouting, great DP contracts. I would not have guessed Wayne Rooney was going to come in and be a team player. I could not have guessed at this point in his career that he was going to be humble, just helping everyone out, scoring, having a good time. But that looks exactly like what he's doing. He has been really good for that team. We talked about some personal stuff going on with him uh, lately off the field. But when he's on the field, man, he looks like the consummate pro, high-fiving guys, hugging players, really, really good stuff. Oh, like a total, a great captain. Uh, you know, that's a first, that's DC Nine's first win in almost a year. They haven't won a road game since May nineteenth of last year against San Jose of all teams. Uh, you know, Orlando's a tough. Orlando's a very tough place to play. Uh, it was a national televised game, and DC United looked they very stepped strong. Up. They're, they're, they stepped they're up. MLS. They're, they're MLS Cup contender. They are I, absolutely. I mean, they were. They were. I don't want to brag, but they they were my pick at the beginning of the season. Oh yeah, and uh, they're, they're really they're Wayne Rooney on set pieces, especially they're incredibly dangerous. And Acosta, those one two are going to lead them far this year. If they're both healthy, DC United to me is a definitely contender for Emily. Absolutely now, and and Alex, you're you're in a great mood. We're talking about guys having fun on the pitch, so we need to immediately ruin that and talk about Chicago with visitors, uh, Red Red Bull, New York, of course, Red Bull. Did not score, lost one nothing in Chicago. Now Chicago's a tough place to play. Historically, Red Bull has never done well there. But this was just a different kind of gross. Talk to me. I don't know where to begin here. Uh, I've been a fan since '96, since day one, the old Metro Stars days. You're gonna pull out the <laughs> scroll, right? You're just like unravel the scroll. Here are my gr- the airing of grievances. Let let it begin. I mean, I I can go on and on and on. In this game, Red Bulls had one shot on goal. This is the defending supporter shield champions. Uh, apparently, we have, everyone thinks we have the best back four line. Tim Parker was terrible. He, he was a part of the own goal. Uh, Aaron Long looked lost. Marillo was, I don't know what was going on. And let's even talk. We've been mentioning a lot about DP today. Let's talk about Kaku. I don't want to talk about nope. Kaku. <laughs> no goals, no assists again. It going back to last blank. year, we're going on 19 games with no assists, and he is your playmaker. If he spent more time on the field trying to help his teammates than going on social media, maybe the Red Bulls would be better. I'm calling out Dennis Hamlin on this. You're Call him out. Directly. Call him out. You're Hamlin's on direct. you. We're so close to winning the MLS Cup. 
You sell Tyler Adams for nothing. You bring nobody in. You make a comment like, oh, Aaron Long can be talked about a DP. You got lucky with Aaron Long. He was released by, I think, Seattle or Portland as a midfielder. You made him into a, a Red Bull system, made him into an excellent center back. But we don't have a third DP. You're in a big market. Bob, let me ask you a question. Since Henri left, do you think Red Bull's attendance has gone up or down? Oh, it's gone down. And it goes and down every was, game. And why do you think it's going down? We live in a market. This is not Columbus. No offense to Columbus or Kansas City. We're in a big city market. We're star shine. I'm going to make a point here, especially for MLS, the way this league is going right now. Henri was a great signing, and a lot of people came to Red Bull Arena to watch him play. But in Newark, with Harrison right there, it's also a demographic thing. There are all these great South American players coming in. You're right in the Portuguese section of Newark. And Nani was available. We need wingers. Alex Wheels, our leading scorer. You know? Oh, oh just Do I need gross. to say anymore? Do any people that think I'm wrong? Alex Wheel is the leading scorer for the Rebels. You really think we're going to go far? If that's <laughs> that won't team? work. That's not going to work. I'll tell you that right now. That's not going to work. I'm not the biggest fan of Alex Wheel. He's actually played pretty well. I'm going to go out, but... If Alex Wheel is your leading scorer after the first That's month it. or two of the season, you have problems. And uh, the window is not closed for MLS transfer market. It closes, I do, May 9th, May 11th, something like that. Dennis Hamley, I'm calling you out. Do we it. need help. This team needs help. We we no, Bradley Wright Phillips is a step slower. He has one goal this year. He has no help. Bradley Wright Phillips is making Alex Muil look like Johnny Russell. <laughs> That's what's going on on this team. Surprise! are calling out Chris Armis. Chris Armis is maybe changed it. The press isn't the same as. It Let was me just say, Chris Armis, a watcher of this show, as we can tell by the uh, Muil moving to the back line. So we could just assume this. This, this might actually move up the line somewhere. Now, I understand he's been trying to change little things. Uh, we, we seem to be based last few years. We're Jesse Marsh. We seem to be very good in regular season. When it comes to playoff time, we get picked off. Uh, we don't change our tactics, so we change it totally to another team that's beat us on a counter. We get zapped. So I understand Chris Armas trying to change little things, but the change isn't working. Either go back to the old system of Jesse Morris or rip it all up and start some of us. Because what you have right now, we're not even a playoff. It's like tweaking a turd. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's not working. Let's make minor adjustments to something that doesn't work at all. Whether it's Red Bull Global, you want to blame, or Dennis Hamlet. Whoever is deciding on signing players and bringing players in, we're calling you out as fans. I'm calling you out. You need to do something. Whether it's a, we do want to make a trade like we ripped off DC United, we've got Dax McCarty for Dwayne Rosario. Something needs to be done. The team is lacking, and we have nine midfielders on the team, and none of them are really any good right now. No one. Let's get let's get CCJ on there. Let's get Caceres. You got to mix it up. Sarah's Jr., the Venezuelan kid, we, last year we were told he was going to be Tyler Adams replacing. The kid's played one game so far this year. Put him in. And Alex Muil has not been great on the ball, but he has great work. Throw him in defensive midfield. Throw, I, throw Lade up there. Do something. I yeah, don't I, want to see the same roster that is not going to work. I, Try it out again. I still think Kaku is the problem. I've been saying this since last year. I'm going to keep saying it. I think Kaku is the problem. Need a real number ten over there. He's drifting to the right side sometimes, standing near the touchline. What the hell are you doing yeah, over there? It's not not your not your role. I don't, checking your social media, making another claim he wants to go to Mexico. <laughs> I have no idea. It was his agent. He seems disinterested. Uh, when's the last time you see Kaku steal the ball on a defense? 
I haven't seen it. I, Someone point out, send me the video. Send the video to I-80. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you, you can find us now at uh, idsportsmedia.com. Thanks for the, the no, plug, look, Alex. Look, look, get away from this. Look at Chicago. They went out and they got Gaetan, the Argentinian playmaker. He came in. He made a difference in the game. Frank Kasky, the Polish guy, he was the best player in the game. really good, yeah. And Nikolic, sure. Scheinsteiger playing in the back with gray hair. He's, with playing, def- he's playing center back, apparently. He's like the sweeper behind. And he's, yeah, he's one of the better players on the field. He looks like he could be Mouille's grandpa, but Again, shutting him down. As, as, and we're getting carried away here, but as a Rebel fan, it's disgusting. I know every year we start off slow, but this looks apathetic. This looks, he looks disinterested, disorganized. They don't want to play. They don't want to play. And talking about guys who don't want to play, we do have to move on. And when I think about players that don't want to be on the pitch, I think of RSL. Oh, red, we can call Red Card Salt Lake. Play, the third week in a row, they've had a player with a red card. In the know, 16th minute, Demir Krylach in the 16th minute gets red carded off. I was, Bob, I was watching this game and I saw exactly what happened. He headbutts the guy that found him. Not even one foot in front of the ref who's staring right at him. He headbutts the guy with the referee standing right next to him and then waves his finger. No, 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 I didn't do anything. The whole stadium saw it and the referee saw it. I don't understand what I don't understand what was going through his head. And and Mike Pecky, I feel bad for Mike Pecky. Three weeks in a row, he's got players getting red carded. You cannot win games down You're not going to win games like that. And it was the 16th minute. Just save your headbutt until the 90th minute like normal people. Come on. Now, Demir Krylach will be missing next game now. And, uh,. Of course, the uh, final score here was Dallas for RSL two, and one of the guys that I've been w- just talking up, and I talked especially about him last week. He was in my fantasy lineup. You know who that is? That is the young nineteen-year-old Paxton Pomacall. Paxton Pomacall from the U.S. Under Twenty International. The kid is going to be a player in his league. He's going to be a future U.S. Na- U.S. International. The kid is really good, and also the eighteen-year-old Jesus Ferrer scored in this game. Absolutely. Like, Play your Bull kids. Play your talent. kids. Red Bull, take note. Now, our... I think six homegrowns play in this game. I mean, Dallas, that's great. Uh, the new manager... Lucha it's a record. Gonzalez, it's an MLS record. Yeah, the Lucha Gonzalez, he was part of the, the youth program in there. He's done a great job, and he's just stepped in as a head coach and just playing youth, and they're winning games, and they're exciting to watch. They like they're playing attacking-type soccer. What's not to like about Dallas right now? Absolutely. Now, um, let's move on to the next game. Sporting KC hosted the Impact. Sporting KC dropped a seven burger on them. Seven to one final score. Now, another one of my favorite players we've talked about before, the man with the beard, Johnny Russell, puts one in only nine minutes into the game. It was just three in the first half, um, and then KC outscored him four to one in the second half. Lot of really good stuff here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that game now. Oh, seven to one. I mean, what's when we knew this was my lock of the week last week. It wasn't hard with Piotti not playing when the best players linked for out for Montreal. Christian name with the Hungarian with a hat trick. Johnny Russell with two. He was saw the debut of the sixteen-year-old Gianlaco Busio who scored. Uh, that kid's got a great future. Roger Espinosa was all over the field. There's a crisp passes across the field. He had a goal. Gerson's goal. This might be the best team in MLS. I mean, they're they're, they're solid up and down the line of defense, midfield, forward. 
goalkeeper, coaching. Peter Vermey is one of the best coaches in the league. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And he, he did the media tour this offseason. He was on every show talking up his team. Um, of course, they are the lone standing team in CCL, which we're going to talk about a little bit about later because they do have a Thursday game and a weekend game this week, and that might affect where our picks go. But I think they could sit 10 guys and still uh, be a top MLS squad. I mean, Sporting KC, just kudos, just looking real good. Oh, they're representing MLS very well right now. They're the only team left in the Champions League. Monterey is an excellent team in Mexico. This is going to be an exciting matchup. I can't watch this Thursday night. I mean, they're going into Mexico. Uh, Kansas City, I guess, has the home field advantage because the second game is at home. They can get a result in Mexico. Even a tie to walk out or only lose by one, come home. Kansas City at home is an excellent team. Their fan base is rabid. If they can get, For sure. And especially if the weather's going to be cold and the Mexican team comes up front, Monterey comes next week. I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City could somehow pull this off. Absolutely, absolutely. And when we go to that late Sunday game, the last game of the week. Now, before this, um, we're talking to you. If you guys watch our football channel, our buddy Steve, really big into sports. We took him to his first Red Bull game. We took him to his first soccer game. Took him apparently to his first ever tailgate because he's a Steelers fan and doesn't get to go to games very often. Um, And I sent him a couple of videos of the interviews Zlatan did when he first came to LA to get the newspaper article that just said LA you're welcome and signed his name at the bottom just hilarious stuff and he had a game against Portland now Galaxy won two to one but this there was never a point in the game that I thought Portland might come away with a win it was just all LA all game is there anything you want to add about this game Zlatan Ibrahimovic Great DP signing again. I'm going to mention it again until Dennis Hamlin listens. Uh, he had two goals, and again, he had a Pemenka-type penalty kick. Very cheeky, very classy. You know I what was... happened there, right? Tell me, Bob. He watched football. He saw Puzuel, and he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to let this kid one-up me. Yeah. It's showmanship. He had to do it himself, and it really seemed like almost silly to watch all those goals, like the exact same chip style, but he just did it. Smile on his face, best player in him. I mean, just, I, just a monster. Last time is just, he's just, he's just money. He's gold. I mean, he's just it is quotes and he's made for LA and Hollywood. I mean, that was a great signing for the league. Uh, again, he doesn't like playing on turf when they go on the road. That could be an issue down the line. That's why I don't expect him ever to be a supporters. Uh, you know, champion in the regular season, but in the playoff time, if his Latans on the field, look out. Absolutely. Now, we can only hope that at some point in the near future, they're going to get rid of those awful, awful turf fields. But hey, NYCFC is playing on sand, and they said that's okay. So who the heck knows? But um, certainly, um, it's going to come into play, and it's going to come into play next week. So let's... That was a great recap. I feel like we really hit the games we really wanted to talk about. A lot of good stuff going on in MLS, um, but we got to move on. Week six is upon us. Starts with a Friday night game, traditional Saturday and one Sunday. I believe Atlanta and Houston both have a bye. In the first game, Alex, Vancouver on turf is hosting LA Galaxy. How does that affect your pick? Right off the bat, I don't. If Zlatan, I don't think he's going to play in this game, and I'm going to call this my upset of the week. Even though I just talked up LA Galaxy, I'm going to take Vancouver one nothing in this game. Uh, last week, Vancouver played Seattle, one of the best teams in the league at home, and home to a zero zero draw. That was a great game. Uh, seems like they've fixed their defensive problems. Daniel Henry in the back was solid in that game. Uh, without Zlatan and Bihimovic on turf, I don't see how LA Galaxy can win on the road. I'm going to take Vancouver to get their first win of the year. 
one Van- nothing. Vancouver has a nice little home stand here. They're not traveling. They're on turf. It's unfamiliar to LA Galaxy. It has the makings. LA Galaxy, of course, played the late Sunday game, so they're on a short, the shortest possible week. Going to be tough. Um, I'm going to wait to see what the spread is and, and just wait optimistically. Um, if if this gets a little out of hand, like LA Galaxy is plus 300, that might be a spot to look to make some cash uh, for sure. Now, when we move on to the Saturday game, there's uh, one 1 o'clock game that is NYFC hosting Montreal Impact. Two teams that are certainly looking to turn it around. Who do you have here? I had a hard time playing this game. Uh, again, I don't know Montreal with the availability of Piatti. Uh, New York City at home. You know, they've tied some games. I'm going to take New York City one nothing in this game, basically because I don't think Piatti is 100%. New York City's not been playing well. However, it's a tough place to – when they play in Yankee Stadium, opposing teams have a hard time uh, playing there because of the smaller field, the dirt, the atmosphere. Montreal isn't exactly uh MLS Cup contender right now. I'm going to go NYCFC only because they're home one nothing over Montreal. All right, on Saturday, 3 o'clock, first game is Toronto hosting Chicago, both coming off big wins. Here's the question. Is Chicago really good, or is Red Bull really play that poorly? Does Chicago stand a chance here? Uh, Chicago is much better than we were last year, uh, but Pozuelo is here now, and Toronto's at home. I'm going to take Toronto 2-1 to in this game. Uh, Josie Altador now is healthy. Uh, Michael Bradley is now can just sit back, watch Pozuelo offensively lead the team. Uh, Chicago, again, is better. I Gaetan, I assume, is going to start. The new uh, number 10 playmaker, the Argentinian, they picked up from China. They're spoiled with riches in midfield. McCarty, yes, Mihailovic, um, Gaetan. It's going to be tough, but it, that's their strength. I don't see a lot everywhere. Um, now, Toronto, Toronto at home, too, in this game. Yeah, I always like taking the when I'm in doubt, I always like taking the home for sure, team. For sure. Plus, I think Toronto now, they're on. They're really playing well. What's not to like about Toronto right now? I'm going to take Toronto 2-1. All right. A lot of firepower in D.C. this week as D.C. United hosts LAFC. And what we could expect, hopefully, I, I hope this is a high-scoring game. That's going to be the one I'm watching. Who's going to win here? I think this could be an MLS Cup preview. Uh, I expect a high-scoring game. I'm going D.C. United 3-2 in this game. Uh, Wayne Rooney. love it. Uh, Wayne Rooney in the spotlight. This game is a national game. I think it's on Fox 5, I do believe, this week. Uh, Wayne Rooney, who might be watching this right now. Probably not, but he might be watching this right now. You did not hit a Palenka last week. It's your turn. Chip the goalie. Chip a goalie. uh, Let's not take anything away LAFC. I mean, they're also an MLS Cup contender. Recallers Vela, Diego Rossi up front, Diamante. They're a tough team. Traveling across the country and DC United uh, coming back home again. Uh, like I said, I expect in a high scoring game, some great DP players in this game, high scoring, a lot of offense. I'm going DC United 3 2 in this game. Good stuff. Now, Red Bull is going to host Minnesota United at a game we will both be at, and it may get ugly. Maybe covering our eyes, r- running for the uh, exit. What do you see here? Well, this is going to be Minnesota's sixth straight. Road game? Well, the that's, that's tough. And based on that, uh, I'm, Red Bull, typically at home, they don't lose many Been games. Better. Okay, yes. Uh, I'm going to go Red Bull one nothing this game. 
I, I almost wanted to take Minnesota the way Red Bull played last week. They but were awful. But it's hard to play Bull, a row away. Uh, I see the Rebels playing that poorly again. It's almost hard to believe. I'm going to take Red Bull one nothing. Minnesota has to be tired traveling six straight weeks on the road across the country left. Absolutely. Close. And not only across the country, they had some players on international duty. I think the uh, one Ibarra is going to be back for this game. Uh, I think it's Romario Ibarra, Miguel Ibarra. They're, they're going to come with the firepower for sure. It might be the first time that team's back together after the break. So um, I'm definitely taking Minnesota there, actually. Um, if we move on to the 730 game, Orlando City hosts Colorado Rapids. Who are you taking here? Ugh, tough game. To yeah, there. exactly. Orlando did look good last week against Decent United. You know, they could have walked away with a tie, even a win. Uh, Dom Dwyer seems to be playing a little better. Asha Kleisten off to a kind of half-decent start. I'm going to take Orlando because they're home one nothing. I am staying away from this game. I don't want anything to do with it. It's just they're both volatile teams, and when volatility comes into gambling, I don't want to touch it. I've been kind of wrong with Colorado this year. I thought they got some MLS veterans to make a difference because last year they were very poor. Uh, they're off to a slow start. Kellen Acosta uh, has been disappointing for me for sure. And I don't know what's going on over there. I thought they'd be better with the players they have on the roster. I mean, it's still early. It could turn around, but again, on the road, they're going to be tough for them. For so sure, for sure. Also, another good team on the road. FC Dallas is taking it to Philadelphia. Mm, this is a tough game to call. Philadelphia seems to be back uh, after a really slow start the first couple weeks. I'm going to go one-one in this game. Uh, I had a hard time picking this game. Dallas with the youth. Uh, Philadelphia. For sure, oh, Philly, wow. Philly took it to yeah, uh, sorry, Cincinnati. I'm, I'm, one. I'm still thinking about this, but I'm going to go 1-1 in this game. I had a hard time picking this game. Uh, Philadelphia seems to be much better. Last week, they were very good. They beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati, a very tough place to play. That's already, you know, the MLS Cathedral. That's a really, really tough city. And and they took it to them 2-0. I still have faith. I am going to go. Um, and I got to take the better team, and that's got to be FC Dallas. They have the weapons. They have the youth. I could see Philly is going to be one of those teams that – they get to scoring, and then they have a drought. They get to scoring, and then they have a drought. I don't trust them. I'm taking was, FC Dallas with confidence here. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was killing Corey Burke now, though, without no ability to score for Philadelphia. David Akam off the scrap heap. <laughs> uh, no one want him. Chicago, he's been scoring again two weeks in a row. Uh, I understand his father just passed away and seems to ignite him. So uh, if they guys get some goals from Philadelphia, it's a tough team. Hey, I mean, Dennis. You know, that, hey, that, Dennis. Hey, Dennis. Akam was free. Could have picked him up. Hey, Dennis. Could have had a com. Yeah, we got Alex Beal leading scorer. Don't worry about it. Columbus hosts New England. I'm taking Columbus here. Easy. Yes, I agree with you. I'm going 2 nothing in this game. Again, New England played a lot better last year. Brad Field will call this team now. Bench six starters. It's some crazy statements. MLS isn't, uh, isn't like the European League. Players don't have accountability. <laughs> they don't get beat up at their cars. <laughs> and it seemed to fire the team up. Uh, again, the Carlos Hill over there seems to be the best player over there. But Columbus at home, uh, last week they, they, they beat Atlanta in a rainstorm 2 nothing. They're tough. Columbus is a tough place to play. Iguain, Jesse Zardes. I'm going Columbus 2 nothing in this game. San Jose hosts Portland in what could only be described as a team with no defense. Um, both are, I think they're number one and number two in goals conceded this season. Both have looked absolutely terrible. What's going on here? 
I, I don't see San Jose winning again. I'm going to go with a road team. I'm going to take Portland. Portland looked a lot better last week against LA Galaxy on the road. Uh, I think Giovanni Cyrus, he's starting to you know, tighten things up over there. San Jose is really, really bad. I uh, want to know with this Portland squad who is going to score the goals. It looks like a Bobasi, but after a really bad U.S. camp early this um, spring, he just it just hasn't looked right to me. And Diego Valeri has been eh, – that's that's another problem. He's one of the best players on list. He's been a little off this year, but, again, San Jose is very poor. Uh, I, I say Portland's going to get the win in this one, one nothing. I believe so, too. Let's move on to the late game. That would be Seattle Sounders hosting – Red card, Salt Lake. I Seattle at home. I mean, you can't go wrong. This is going to be. They're going to win by at least two goals in this game. I'm going to be Seattle two nothing in this game. Um, Jordan Morris, Rui Diaz, Ru- Rui Diaz or Morris. Who's going to be doing the scoring in this game? I think both are going to score this week. Okay, what's what? What was your score? I think I was I got talking two nothing Seattle. Two nothing Seattle. I love it. Okay, and then when we go to Sunday night, and this is a tricky game because. Sporting KC has a Thursday game. They are playing CCL against Monterey, a very good squad. They could be resting all, most, some, none. We have no idea what they're going to be putting out there. FC Cincinnati is hosting Sporting KC. What's your pick here? That's a tough call. Again, we don't know the lineup. Cincinnati home, the new expansion team's tough. Um, they've, got, they've got some positive results this year coming to the league. I would not be surprised if uh, Peter Verme sits a bunch of guys out and uh, they lose this game in in Cincinnati. I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to I'm going to take uh, Cincinnati in this one two one. Absolutely, they've they've been um, they've established a home base. They did lose last week, but you you have to play them. You have to play them. Uh, Cincinnati I, I, is, is going to come at you. They're going to come hard, and they're not a great squad, but they're they're competitive. They 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 are competitive in this league. The problem with it, the only thing I don't like about Cincinnati, Fernando Adi was arrested for a DWI over the weekend. He suspended uh, one of the Wayne Rooney. One Wayne Rooney. The, Wayne Rooney's those are rookie numbers. One DUI. <laughs> come on. Oh uh, yeah. So I don't. That's that's the only concern I have. But I think Peter Vermes is going to rotate his lineup in this game. You're going to see a lot of starters they usually play not play because they're in the semifinals of the Champions League. That's right now. That's a little more important in a early season MLS game in Cincinnati. That's why I'm taking Cincinnati in this game. All right, as we said before, Atlanta and Houston have a bye this week. Let's go to our guarantee pick of the week. Alex, you're up first. Well, tough call here. Uh, I'm going to go with, I had a few games here circled, some were tough. My pick of the week is going to be Seattle over Rail Salt Lake. Absolutely, that was my pick. Now, it's funny Uh, because we wrote these down. And we were going to talk them, but I feel like throughout the show we've kind of talked our way in and out of of what exactly. we were certain. Um, my original pick was Toronto beating Chicago, and right. I'm just I'm liking this Columbus game against New England too. That one I also liked also. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say columbus i'm going to change my pick columbus is going to beat new england guaranteed pick of the week i'm still confident in toronto but again they looked good against red bull they have that midfield um it just a lot of good soccer this week a lot of good soccer this was not easy this week at all your upset pick alex i'm taking vancouver la galaxy based on those laton absence one nothing i took vancouver i'm going to take them at home this week Absolutely. the turf dome 
Short week. Like, short. You can't underestimate that short week. No, no, no. Yeah, and Vancouver looked a lot better last week when they played Seattle, and it seems like they fixed their defensive problems. So I'm going to go Vancouver one nothing in this game. I am going to take, and I'm not sure if this is an upset yet. I'm going to take FC Dallas against Philly. I think on the betting lines, they may have Philly ahead. So it's not necessarily an upset. But I believe they're going to have Philly ahead and FC um, as an underdog. And if that is the case, I'm jumping on this game. FC against Philly, playing hard. They're going to be looking real, real good. Yeah, that's that's a great game to watch. Again, the game of the week, though, if you're interested, unless you want to watch one game this week, Fox 5, the D.C. United LAFC game uh, Saturday afternoon. That's the game to watch. And that's that's the MLS Cup preview. That's the you can watch one MLS game this week. That's the game. Absolutely been a great side. Um, you could also catch on ESPN the uh, LAFC kind of did their MLS soccer version of Hard Knocks. Something I haven't actually gotten to peek into myself, but maybe uh, during next week I'll have some time there. So that's it. Week six is done. We've predicted everything for you. Um. Give us a like, give us a subscribe. You can find us anytime, i80sportsmedia.com. Alex, thanks again for coming on. No problem. It's been my pleasure. Again, what a, it's going to be a great week of soccer this week. Can't wait to watch it all. Go watch some soccer, guys.